hard to imagine anyone contributing in a in a more meaningful way to the society than building good leaders. Hello and a warm welcome to the NLN podcast. The NLN is the Nordic Leadership Network. We're a team of seven leaders, coaches, facilitators and speakers. We help develop the leaders of today and tomorrow. We challenge teams to achieve high performance. We help companies to implement strategy and get stuff done so they can flourish and grow. Hello and a warm welcome to the Nordic Leadership Network podcast. This new episode sees as a guest Hans-Peter Siefen. Hello, Hans-Peter. Hi, great to be here. Nice to have you here. And then we have as co-hosts uh, Nick Vertigans from our network. Hello, Nick. Good afternoon, Stefano. Good afternoon, gents. And then we also have David Goddard also from, from our network. Hello, David. Hi there. How are you doing, everybody, today? I think everyone is doing good. We were discussing in the, in the moments before starting recording about the good weather in Finland, and uh, we have Hans-Peter from his boat uh, live, which is, which is great. So <laughs> I, I will start asking you a, a few questions, Hans-Peter. Um, so you are the founder of the most relevant business conference in the Nordic, which is Nordic Business Forum which was started 11 years ago. And um, NBF has events in Finland, Sweden, Norway. Uh, so it covers pretty well the whole Nordic. And uh, we, we assume then that you have quite a good outlook of, of this part of the world, at least. And uh, you were asking why, you, <laughs> why we wanted you on the podcast. And that's exactly the reason why we wanted you here. You also have been an entrepreneur for more than, than 15 years, achieved remarkable success with NBF which hosts quite a lot of people every time and more and more every time. Uh, you've met great leaders from all around the world. Arno Schwarzenegger, almost, almost a regular nowadays at MBF, Suresh Branson, Simon Sinek, uh, and the next edition we'll see uh, Yuval Harari as a guest. So I, I, we were wondering, what, what is the, the thing that you learn from all these guys that really stuck with you all these years? Generally speaking, having met the people whom you mentioned by name as an example, I think the thing has that has really impressed me is that, let's say almost, not everyone, but almost everyone of these uh, magnificently successful people are, are easy to cope with. And I think that that has been an important lesson to learn uh, also very seldom there has been anyone who has been difficult, but it's really important to be easy and definitely not a diva, which I've learned from these magnificent hum humble people and need to just try to stay humble uh, as well as they have done. And that's, that's very important in life. Uh, about humbleness, I've also learned a lot from Jim Collins, but regarding this, something that comes to my mind is a, a cup of tea a day before he spoke at Nordic Business Forum in 2014 at his hotel in Helsinki. And, and at that meeting, that short cup of tea, he basically described to me what business we are in, what business Nordic Business Forum is in, which was interesting to hear from someone like Jim Collins. And that became, became a, new, a new version of our mission statement as well, which is building leaders. That was what Jim Collins said. It's a bit longer, 
in in our words, building leaders who change the world. But I think Jim Collins really phrased it well. You are building leaders, and that's the single most important thing you can do for the society. Because hard to imagine anyone contributing in a in a more meaningful way to the society than building good leaders. From Jack Welch, I think I learned a huge deal. Jack Welch passed away, I think it was 1st of March this year. And still this year I sent him one email, um, or was it late last year, to which he again responded, as, as always, very politely and interested about how, it's, how, how things are going in our end. I, I learned a lot about, from him about HR, the importance of uh, growing your people and having having a clear focus on that as well as really a lot of other things also behind the scenes during a dinner with him and so forth and so forth well one pretty recent recent thing i learned was at last year's event in sweden in stockholm from marco bertini who spoke about the shift from selling products to selling value and Actually, I, I shared um, a recording from his speech with my brother because there was a point I wanted to suggest to my brother as a possible business idea. And he actually got interested in it and, and he made his thesis at the University of Applied Sciences on that topic. And then later on now they, they founded a company on that, on that idea together with some of his friends. So a lot of big ideas come come from these and i've been really lucky to be able to work in in this kind of an industry sounds sounds a fantastic fantastic experience that you have had there and as we know uh, ideas are only as good as we are able to uh, implement them so that's that's where entrepreneurship comes into the picture yes definitely so definitely so i ha- i have always tried to pay personally a lot of a lot of focus on on the implementation and really working uh, in a structured way towards towards implementing some of the lessons that we have learned not everything of course just the ones that really stick and which kind of sometimes are also contradicting what you thought was was good and true for yourself that's incredible Hans Peter it sounds like you've had some of the best coaching and some of the best training um, on the planet. And you talked about Jim Collins and, and Jack Welsh and other, other, you know, really top names, global names. So yes. thinking about all that feedback and perspective that you've had, how would your team describe you as a leader? I, I think I'm not too good of a, of a leader. You you should do a, a different podcast with some of some of our team members and ask, but um, I'm definitely not the best leader in the world. I, I've been struggling to become better uh, and uh, and also give some of that responsibility to other people as well. I um, I think the biggest challenge is for myself uh, in business during these 10, 11 years with Nordic Business Forum have been really about leadership, about how to be worth of your people and 
when I have had some moments uh, where I've not felt too good, those have mostly been cases in which I've felt that I'm not necessarily worthy worthy the leadership position I, I have or 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 the role in which I have in the organization. So yeah, that's that has that has been the most most frequent reason why I have maybe stayed up during the night times during these eleven years because of work related issues. Yeah. Yeah I'm sure you've um as we all have, we've had a few few sleepless nights i'm sure you have too maybe just before your one of your massive events but what i'm hearing from you is a very humble leader so using the same word that jim collins used or you you used to describe jim collins and i heard that you have been empowering other people but thinking about some of these great guests and i know that david and stefano have seen have benefited from you know your events across the Nordic region, and we've seen some, some great speakers, some great people delivering incredible messages. What's been your favorite? My favorite speaker out of all of whom we have had? Yeah. That would, be, that, that would be Jack Welch. Not only on stage, definitely on stage as well. Also, I think he's still the third all-time highest uh, rated speaker by our customers. Uh, at our events in Helsinki um, or Finland. Or actually, Jack Welch did not speak in Helsinki. He spoke in Jyväskylä, uh, where Nordic Business Forum yeah. was organized for yeah. the first four years. Yeah. But yeah, Jack Welch would be, would be my answer. But of course, there is a lot from others, a lot of big favorites. One very recent one, well, if that's so recent, but I really loved Asvat Damodaran in 2018 um that was something something that really really impressed me especially his content and and presentation i did actually not not speak to him outside of the states uh, in person but um some some for different reasons uh, like in jack's jack's case um he really stood out also off states for myself at least Quite an important connection for you. So, Hans Petter, maybe if we could just take you back to the 2003-2008 phase. Um, you worked as a as a solo entrepreneur, and you know you've written that that was the most significant time for you, significant learning time um, to to understand the fundamentals of business and entrepreneurship and leadership and, and so forth. What what would you what would you tell somebody who is maybe starting out as an entrepreneur today in 2020? That's a good question. Um, actually, I, th- I think I maybe learned even more about sales and entrepreneurial mindset than about business or leadership during those years before Nordic Business Forum came about. But yes, I think st- I think those are really important topics to learn in life and for anyone's career, uh, and especially if one even thinks about becoming an entrepreneur. And uh, one one of the most important things which I think I developed during those years was a thick enough skin. 
which you will basically crawl, uh, which, which um, basically crawls your ability to tolerate rejections. Mm -hmm. And you only, only crawl it through being rejected, which, which happens um, a lot in sales, as an example. And, and you, you really need it to succeed long term um, mm -hmm. or even, even short term. The beginning will usually be always very hard. It takes a lot to go over it and, and long term as well. Um, yeah, developing a thick enough skin to be able to tolerate rejections is an absolutely crucial thing for any entrepreneur to become successful. Yeah, I agree. I think we can all relate to that on this call and I'm sure many people listening to this as well. But how did you, how did you do that, Hans Petter? How did you develop that thick skin? This, um, you know, tolerating rejection. It is a process, isn't it? How did you manage that? How did you kind of get over it? Yeah, I guess, I guess um, some people have a different personality so that you can, you can take in them easier than others. I'm not sure. But I, I really think, um, yeah, it's about ad attitude and so forth. But I, I really think there is no shortcuts there. Of course, you need to realize that each rejection grows you and, and you learn from those and you really need those to become better and so forth. But, but I think there is no shortcuts. Uh, you just need to, get, you need to get enough of them to grow the skin and not to be basically thinking about quitting too easily in the future or, or whatever. So you just need to be faced with hundreds of rejections to throw the skin and some some really disappointing rejections as well which will happen to anyone or i've at least not met anyone who who succeeded without it so the earlier you can you can learn it the earlier you can uh, develop that skin the better i feel and for that reason i would say that it's a good good choice early on in someone's studies or or career to to if if possible to try out a sales job or maybe some kind of a other job in customer service or or somewhere else where you really you you really need to face rejections and well in customer service maybe difficult customers sometimes and i don't know yeah. but there is no shortcuts i believe so you you just need to go through it and experience it hundreds of times maybe thousands of times yeah yeah i agree i agree and i think maybe a future topic for this podcast could be failure and rejection and and building that capacity and taking taking one's medicine and, and getting stronger so i think yeah i, think yeah, I, I remember i remember when when we talked quite some time ago hans peter and i i think i asked you something along the lines of what was the secret of, of NBF success? And then you simply said lots of hard work, lots of hard sales. So that, those were the words which I remember. <laughs> mm. Okay, yeah. I don't remember the, those, those very same words, but it makes sense. I, I think that's definitely something I would have answered. Uh, on top of that, uh, relating to the hard work in both cases, sales and, and developing the product and, and the business model. But but it, it is important at the same time always to really have passion for for the service or the product that with which you create value for your customer. You need to have a big passion 
for it. Yeah, and you need to need to succeed with it. And neither part is easy. It's not easy to acquire customers, nor it's not easy to keep them either. Both of them are a lot of hard work and a matter of luck, partly of course, always as well. So a very simplified, a very simplified formula for for growth for any business or companies is that you do you do a lot of hard hard work you do hard work with sales you acquire new customers and succeed with it thanks to the hard work but also that you can keep the customers you have so that you basically you meet the you meet the expectations and not only meet the expectations but you exceed expectations and that's how you keep your customers great thanks hans peter david what have you heard sounds like a lot of the wisdom from the live events and the online events as I can hear it floating around on Hans Petter's boat there. So um, very, very smart comments. Actually, Hans Petter, you just mentioned the business model and it seems such a shame to take you out of this nice environment where you're, we can see you sit, sat there for our, our, our listeners that uh, Hans Petter is sitting on his boat and uh, I can see the, the shore rocking in the background behind you. But if we go out out of the, the boat environment just for a second, the current pandemic has basically turned a lot of things upside down. And you, the business model in MBF has been about bringing thousands of people together under the same roof. And th- that obviously has not, not been a good business model for, for any of us <laughs> on this call over the last uh, three, three, four months. You've done some great pivots already. I'd like to hear something a little bit about those, but also how do you see the future in your business of building leaders who change the world? Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's an interesting period of time being in a business which is forbidden, as, as mass events are forbidden. Um, and I don't know how long that will last and whether we, whether, when, when will we actually have the next large-scale physical event, uh, but there will be a time when that will that will be a reality. Uh, no one knows exactly when. The development currently with the disease here in in northern Europe and Europe, otherwise as well, is very positive. So maybe maybe we are headed towards that kind of situation. I hope sooner than later. But but um, I also believe that the online events online learning in other ways as well uh, has has now entered for good if it if it didn't do so already before this pandemic i discussed with henka hyppönen the author and and coach the finnish well-known tv personality as well the other day via email and henka actually wrote in the email that he believes that after all of this is all over, people will actually realize how how big is the difference in between a physical and a digital event, and they they will they will uh, wish to even more than before to attend in person as well. Uh, and I think that could be true. But I I also wrote Henka that I I don't believe that um, that this digital online events etc they have they have come to stay now 
and and there is there is a a big role for them they will grow i believe they will continue to grow and they will stay also after after uh, the physical events kick in again many well depends on depends on the organizer and all but i think many will will live in a new hybrid world where you have both online events and you have offline physical events as well and both will have a big role for us this has been um i think i and i hope in long run a beneficial experience so to say because the the speed of innovation in the in the digital this digital part of our business and seeing more opportunities in it when forced to do so also partly has has really made us so much more creative and better in terms of developing the digital offering that we have and and i believe that's really good for the long term even if it's even if overall uh, our business suffers a great deal um, this year and probably maybe still next year as well so i believe long term this has been really good and and i also feel that we have to take we we are taking advantage of it we are using the time to to really innovate and grow something that didn't exist before great um so i think that we you know um, we're in the business of building leaders too and uh, i think that we're seeing very much the same thing i believe there will be this pent-up demand for the live events but we're also planning that there won't be so we're keeping the options open um yes. is there is there anything you can tell us about next year then any any peek into the future who's the kind of like number one guest that you're chasing down for yeah i don't i don't think i can tell you much due to all of this this uh, uncertainty in the air right now yeah. so um I hope things will start clearing up soon. What I can tell is that we will continue to provide our customers and everyone interested with great value for for leadership and entrepreneurship and business building lessons and and online events. I think offline in-person events as well. Um, definitely, if not late this year, then at least next year or whenever whenever the disease allows us to do so so but yeah i i'm i'm sorry but due to all of this uncertainty i don't think i can promise you anything much hey, I, I i was just today. i was just fishing there's probably you will be later this yeah. afternoon who would you like to see david oh well um actually i'm really looking forward to um harari in 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 this coming autumn that's um mm -hmm. he's definitely top of my list but. yeah yeah he is he's top of many people's list yeah and and he's quite current with with all of his all of his work now during the pandemic and his donations for the who and and all of all of the th wonderful things he has done now in yeah. this period so there is even more interest towards him now than than before the pandemic i i think I know he spends four weeks every year in silent retreat. I hope it's not one of those weeks that he's coming to the to Helsinki. 
Well, at least at least he 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 has not cancelled at least himself that he would be coming in September. We'll we'll see. I think we will we will know very soon whether where whether September will be possible for an event uh, or not. I think that will be very soon. But but if not, then then definitely as soon as possible after it. So the rest of the summer for you, I guess you're going to be spending a bit more time on the boat. I hope so. I I hope so. Definitely, I I'll be going for a boat trip with my father and my two older children, ages of three and five, over the weekend. And I hope we will get to do a lot of that during the summer. But also, of course, need to stay alert with what happens with the event in September and how how to really really um, be be agile in this in this moment of of disruption and innovation we wish you all the best you too thanks for the thanks for the opportunity thank you hans peter and um i i think we heard a lot of um a lot of insights into into what uh makes uh good entrepreneurship uh, good leadership and 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 good business at the same time and really i i reiterate that i i sensed a, a lot of humbleness which which really warms up um, our hearts i guess i mean um, we, we still are talking about one of the biggest events if not the biggest event in the nordics when it comes to bringing uh, business leaders together which uh, represent uh, billions of, of, uh, of euros of revenues and sales and um, you know, it's 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 refreshing to hear that um, all of these guys are in the hands of such such a nice person. Well, not just me, but many others in our organization. But thanks for those wonderful words. Thank you, Hans Peter. I I heard um, humility and a thick skin. So if you put those two 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 together, it seems a a winning combination. Thank you for a great interview. Thank you. Yeah. Till next time. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, listener. It's Stefano here. Since you got until here, we think that you might like the podcast. It would mean so much if you could leave us a five-star review and share this with as many of your friends as possible. This will help us be discovered and spread the news. Can you just take five minutes and do that for us? Thank you.